the Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them. Well, I think um, our industry has always been really sort of fragmented and split, if you like. There, there are lots and lots of much smaller groups and associations and originally, NAS did have other people in it as well, but it's come down to the three leading associations. And you can read about how it was formed and the history of it on the site. Um, but it's three of us now. And yes, because they want to liaise with us as stakeholders. We are the stakeholders for driving instructors, really. The w- one thing you mentioned there that you spoke about the sort of the com- almost a communication between NASP and the, the DVSA and how you've recently been on the board meeting. Do you feel that that... That relationship, that communication, that liaising is as strong as it's been. Is it is it stronger? Is it weaker? You know, what are you happy with the level of communication you've got at the moment with the DVSA? I think we've got more communication now than we probably have had in the past in many respects. Yes, quite happy with the level of the communication. You've probably, if you've read our reports and things, realised that we don't think the communications from DVSA have always been good and that they're communicated in the best way or in the best time. But certainly we um, can liaise with them. We've got contacts there we can go to to ask queries and questions. So there's no issues with that anymore. Um, so, yeah, it's it's quite a sort of open relationship, but but obviously they've got their job to do and we have ours to do. And I think sometimes driving instructors forget that the DVSA are government run. So a lot of the decisions made by DVSA will actually come from government um, in the first place. And they'll be told by governments um, what they need to be doing. But just regarding that communication aspect, I do want to touch on one specific thing. I'm sure I can guess where I'm going here. Um, and that's back to the the what I delicately refer to as a standards check fiasco, uh, the way that was released by the, the DVSA. And then obviously NASP yeah. uh, released their... Um, almost like a statement detailing their communications. And it, it, it feels like NAS was almost, for lack of a better word, undercut slightly there. I wondered if you could uh, almost expand on that slightly. I know you're the chair of NAS, but I don't know if there's anything you can add to that. Or... No, I mean, it was certainly we knew that they had um, certain plans that they wanted to carry out. And let's be honest, pass rates actually have been used for years to determine whether we get standards checks or not. I don't know whether people actually realise that, but they have been um, because it isn't just about your um, standards check coming every four years. I know people who got very good grades, but then were suddenly being called for standards checks. And when we checked out why, it was because they got consistently low pass rates. So pass rates have always been used, but then we became aware that the DVSA wanted to begin to use those even more. What we weren't aware of was the date they were going to sort of release that. I think they showed us about a day or two days before. Um, And also the actual way the communication came out, because I think it just panicked driving instructors. And obviously since this, we have had several meetings with DBSA and made all this extremely clear and we are awaiting at the moment don't know when they're coming some better communications about the standards check um to be honest when we first talked to them about it it was put to us in a way that um made it feel as if it would help ADIs 
and it would be of value to them, you know, to have these engagement calls to um, help people who were struggling, because no doubt there are some instructors. Having seen lots of the figures, I, I don't see personal data, but I've seen lots of the figures. There are instructors who need extra help, um, for sure. Um, but the way it came out was confusing, misleading, and just panic people, um, and was was badly done. I. I would agree with that. I think that I obviously speak to a lot of, I shouldn't say the word obviously, I speak to a lot of instructors and mm-hmm. so a lot of the things I'm saying, there's a lot of mixed opinions out there and I get a lot of people talking about it on this show. And I think every time I speak to someone, my opinion shifts slightly. Um, but I would, do you think that something like that, something that, that potentially has the the risk to to confuse and to cause concern, would be better being released from the DVSA to the associations and then the association sending it out so that they, you know, you could then have almost chance to ask your questions first. I think it should probably have come to us with more notice um, and then we could have um, helped more. Um, and that's the point we've made. Um, I, I think you know, they're quite within their rights. That, you know, they are the regulator. They're within their rights to send out what they want to send. Uh, but if they'd showed us more, we could probably have helped with those communications. The only thing I, I really do feel about standards checks is that ADIs seem to get them out of all proportion. Um, you know, I had a, a gentleman write in the other day who says he hasn't slept since this news came out. He sent for his what we call crystal report, you know, his test data. Um, he thinks he's going to hit some of those indicators. He can't sleep. He's stressed out. Having said that, the particular person I'm talking about was a grade A, obviously did really well in his standards check. Why do people get so terribly worked up about the standards check? To me, you don't need to. I think we've all got to get more used to being, um, for want of a better word, just observe while we're doing our job. Uh, We shouldn't be as frightened of it as we are. We should understand if we're doing a good job, know we are, and be able to be watched while we're doing it. And I think that's something that we all sort of fear in this industry far too much. Um, It is a normal lesson that's being observed. So if you get a good normal lesson, you should be able to do your standards check well. And I just feel that for somebody not to be sleeping for nights on end, worrying about it, you know, you can't live your life like that. So I do think people are getting this slightly out of proportion. The Instructor Podcast with Terry Cook, talking with leaders, innovators, experts and game changers about what drives them.